Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly outrageous. Dark Gem. Dark Gem! Dark Gem 4. Dark Gem 4! It's Dark Gem 4! You guys, Dark Gem is so good. I love Dark Gem. It's so good, in fact, that the cover... Uh, as Kit pointed out right before we started recording, the cover looks kind of low res, like a compressed JPEG. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, let's even talk about this cover because it is still creepy. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. This is issue 14, by the way. It's like Synergy's face is peeling off. Yeah. And there's all this white stuff behind it and all these dark underlayers from this face peel. And it's peeling enough that like it's reaching into her cheeks, which makes it really creepy. And also there's like some JPEG compression type stuff around the edges. But judging by the fact that the logo doesn't have that, I'm guessing this is on purpose. It's so cool. Thompson, Campbell, and Roboto are absolutely at the tops of their freaking games with this Dark Gem saga. Like every issue just gets better and better to me. I love Dark Gem so much. I know who doesn't love Dark Gem, though. Might it be Rio? <laughs> it may, in fact, be Rio. And his anime hair. Rio and his incredible anime hair. Let's talk about what happened last time, guys. So previously in Dark Gem, we had uh, the concert was uh, just finishing and uh, the misfits were having problems. Bla- Blaze felt like it was bad because of her, because the audience just was not reacting to her singing. We had Rio try and find his girlfriend, Jerrica, and to do so, he was talking to Dark Jim herself, and uh, she started, she kissed him, and Rio, being a good boyfriend, not like cartoon Rio, who was like, oh, I can just start dating both girls, Rio's like, no, she's your friend, how dare you, and storms off, uh, which caused the Dark Jim stuff to break, and uh, Dark Jim to actually become regular Jerrica again. Uh, She got everybody together and by everybody together i mean uh rio and craig to kidnap her sisters again uh they need to evaluate their life choices and they kidnapped them keep them tied up and they found six hours is how long you need to clear your head of the noise and so the last bit was them talking about how they might need to shut down synergy and because it's also very important the last thing we saw of pizzazz was her in her bed by herself when Clash shot her video of Blaze singing and she's like, oh, they're doing so good without me and looking very sad because prepare to feel even more horrendously sad for Pizzazz this episode issue, whatever, same thing, because poor Pizzazz. I'm really glad that the previous page shows the like my favorite two panels from the last issue, which was the gem hologram breaking around Jerrica in what is still like one of my favorite effects. And also we end on that like horrible line from our last issue, which was stop saying that you cannot stop me. You never could. So we may need to shut down Synergy. Kimber's not a fan. Kimber is very upset about the idea of shutting down Synergy. Yeah, and we get this interesting little argument between Aja and Kimber, and it actually, for me, it calls back to uh, the Kimber's Diary episode in the cartoon, where she was like, Aja was so cold today, sometimes I wonder if she has any heart at all, or whatever that was. Because Aja's just straight up like, look, there are real lives at stake, we might need to shut down a robot, who I don't think is a people. And you guys, I wasn't expecting to get transhumanism ethics on, like, page one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) Like Aja pointing out that Synergy's not actually alive and like, on the one hand, technically okay, but on the other hand, she's your robot buddy. 
How can you say that about your robot buddy? Your robot buddy who may be your robot mom. I was not expecting for it to get this, like, this hard into ethics this early. They note, too, that if they do shut down Synergy, the thing is they won't be able to do Jim and the Holograms anymore because they won't be able to use Jim anymore. And so they're basically going to shut down as soon as they start. Which is really awful. And somehow I hadn't even really thought about that by the end of last issue. Yeah, me either. It is interesting that it's the first place Shayna's brain went is, oh, we won't be able to do this anymore. (laughs) Yeah, especially when Shayna's the one who seems to have been waffling so much about whether or not she wants to be in a famous rock band. I love seeing our de-goth hologram girls because uh, because they do a good job of them being no makeup, but they still have all these bags under their eyes, and it's clear that they've been through some crap. Worried about the Starlight Girls 2016. Oh, so worried about the Starlight Girls 2016. And I love the extra touch at the uh, the last panel, the first page, where Jarek is taking the earrings out. Yeah. Which, come to think of it, is, uh, is Silica listening in right now? Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Well, let's let's set that aside for now, and uh, let's go to our other worried about 2K16, Blaze. She's in this disgusting backstage bathroom, and she's just staring into the mirror going, I have single-handedly ruined the Misfits. And then Clash, who's apparently been sitting in the bathroom for a while, waiting for Blaze to come in, presumably, <laughs> comes out of a stall behind her. It's like, don't be ridiculous. You were amazing. And you guys, Clash is like, once again, Clash is your best friend. I also really love her, like, extremely fuzzy jersey sweater with 86 on it. I hate that thing. I love it on her, but I hate it. Uh, I kind of want it. Listen, nobody on Earth is more jealous of you than me. You have what I always have wanted. And even though I love you, I would be delighted to tell you that you fell on your face out there. But you didn't. You were incredible. I have never been more jealous. And I mean that in a good way. Aww. She's your best friend. And then she gets a kiss on the cheek and her expression immediately melts. So... What do you think? Do you think uh, do you think Clash and Blaze maybe dated at some point or they've always been friends on the verge of it or are they just very, very tight platonically? What do you guys think? I think I remember seeing I think it was either Sophie or Kelly confirming that they're not currently dating. But at the same time, I don't know. I kind of get the feeling that this could go shippy places. Yeah. I don't want to be that person that says that any kind of any kind of physical contact, even like kissing on the cheek, I don't want to be that person that says that automatically has to be romantic love or sexual love. But I don't know. I don't know. I have so many issues with Clash, but they're they're cute buddies and they could be cute girlfriends. I ship it like FedEx. Also, I will say Clash is probably the only person I've ever met who could pull off mint green lipstick. Especially with that eye makeup. Oh, I don't know if she's pulling off that eye makeup, but uh, she doesn't care. So that makes it work. This raises a, a kind of an important question for me, which is when you've got lip piercings and you're putting on lipstick, do you just go over and wipe it off or do you go around or? I actually have no idea. These are things I need to know. Audience, if any of you have lip piercings, let me know what you do. Tweet at us. We would love to know. So Clash and Blaze head into uh, into the green room for the Misfits. There's a bit of a thing going on. Everyone's having a meltdown. <laughs> Eric especially is in the middle uh, with the anime glasses on the phone, screaming with devil horns in his hair. Jetta is just screaming at Eric. I had this dream where Piz came and told me this would happen. Yeah, Roxy has barely been having prophetic dreams. Uh, Stormer is trying to yell at her to shut up and calm down. Nobody's in a good place right now. And then they see Blaze and uh, Clash walk in and they immediately shut up. I love Stormer's, like, guilty face. I love how Roxy has not moved at all except for her face. 
And Jetta is trying to look as cool and collected as she possibly can. She's like fiddling with her nails. And then Blaze is like, should we come back later? But they don't come back later. We all just sit down and throw some healthy cereal around. And they're all remarking that Pizzazz would know what to do if she were here. And uh, Roxy actually handles this in a good way. She's like, it's not your fault. You did great, Blaze. But Pizzazz has always been with us. She built us. She'd know what to do. She'd yell like crazy, which is awful. But then she'd have a plan. She always has a plan. Her plan might be get Clash to put on a rubber mask and be gem for a while. But uh, it's a plan. You know, whatever works. And then Eric comes back in and like the devil horns in his hair have gone from like subtle little devil horns to like Gary Oldman at the beginning of the Dracula movie. Dude, no, they've gone from like subtle little devil horns to Gary Oldman at the beginning of a Dracula movie all the way into Tim Curry and legend. And he talks about how he got a hold of people at five by five, but they were all talking like a bunch of zombies. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. I'm pretty sure as I was hanging up, one of them said, Jem is God. Don't give up. If we're on our own, then we don't have to play by their damn rules. Which is not a thing you want your manager to be saying, but okay. I think he's going to uh, going to play by his own rules, which uh, as we find out soon, uh, I think that means get Techrat to hack the hologram again. Because it went so well last time. But before he does that, he tells everybody, stay away from the holograms. Whatever the hell is going on over there, stay away from it. Especially you, Stormer, don't go kiss a hologram. You're not in charge of my personal life. You don't get to tell me what to do. And he's like, when we figure this out, Stormer, I could care less who you see. But until we know what the hell is going on, you stay away from them. Which honestly isn't asking that much. You know, Kimber seems like she's moved on and she doesn't like you anymore. And she did it again. So, you know, maybe don't go kiss a hologram. And then Eric with a wolfman shadow. Yeah, he's got Batman ears in his shadow. He does. I love it. I need to get you on a plane. This tour is now officially a disaster and I need you here immediately. Oh, Techrat's coming. I'm pretty sure this is going to be Techrat. Especially with just the Eric dot. Yeah, which sounds like the way Techrat would like answer a phone. But I guess we'll see. We don't know. Eric has thugs. Let's go to the saddest part. Home of Pizzazz Gabor, a.k.a. Pizzazz, a.k.a. former lead singer of The Misfits. I love these pages because they are such a, a color departure from everything else that's going on. They are so muted and, and dark and sad. And the paneling is all just small and it's heartbreaking. So it's Pizzazz. She's sitting on an open patio watching the water, all snuggled up with Mad Mardigan with her. And her phone rings and she picks it up and just says, Daddy. So Daddy Gaborbucks is on the case, everybody. Daddy Gaborbucks, he's here and he's awful. And he's terrible. He's in Hong Kong. <laughs> Daddy, where have you been? I've been calling for weeks. I'm still in Hong Kong. Why? Do you need money? No, no, Daddy. I was in a car accident. I... I wanted you to come see me. Oh, I'm sorry, Phyllis, but as you know, I'm in the middle of a big murder for one of my firms. It's a critical time. I need to be here. Aren't you... don't you want to know if I'm okay? Well, you're on the phone with me, so I assume you're all right. I... my band replaced me. So you do need money. No. I'll wire you some. I don't need your money. I just wanted to talk to you, Dad. I don't I don't have anyone to talk to. Yes, well, I'm glad you're okay. Hm. Yes? Okay. Just a minute. Uh, dear, I'll have to take this call. I have Anna. I'll have Anna send the money by a close of business today. But I don't. Click. Pizzazz, baby. I can't live like this. 
I kind of love that her cat is glaring at her phone like, wow, what a jerk. Oh, my God. Like, this is all that this is all that absent minded jerkiness that we get from the cartoon, but just so, so intensified. Pizzazz, baby, I want to give you hugs and talk to you. She's crying. She's crying about her dad not caring. Pizzazz, baby, you got a mad mardigan. He just throws money at it. Throw money at it and it'll be okay. This is the worst. And so as we as we close out this scene, Pizzazz just stares at her phone with the cat in her lap and says, I can't live like this. I have to do something. And then we come back to the holograms who also have to do something. They're going to have to unplug the holograms. And Kimber's not super enthusiastic about this idea. No. And it's kind of cool to see that she's the one that's formed the most emotional bond with Synergy. And it's nice to have somebody at least saying, hey, you guys, this AI seems to at least have some form of personhood. Maybe we shouldn't just unplug her. But eventually she relents because they just have no other idea. They have to do this quickly and they don't know what else to do. So they started it and now they're going to make it right. And they decide that they're all going to stay in the hotel room together so that nobody can wander off and get zombified again. Yeah, everybody's going to stay in the hotel room. Absolutely everybody. Nobody's going to leave. Nope. Nobody's going to go kiss anybody. Cut to next page. The lights are off. It's probably only been a couple of minutes. And there goes Asha. And then there goes Kimber. And then we cut to Craig. And he's, and something hits the sliding door in his hotel room. And then another something hits him right in the forehead when he opens the sliding door to his hotel room. And there's Asha. Craig, I'm so sorry. And he's like Princess Buttercup just leaping off the balcony into her arms. And then they kiss. And then Craig asks, how many windows did you try before you found me? <laughs> and then she's like, like nine. Your whole floor hates me. Oh my God. Oh, these two. How are they so cute? And in the background of them going in, back into the hotel, you see Kimber getting into a cab. And then you think, okay, well, surely that's it. Those two are going to, uh, they're just going to go kiss their respective boyfriend, girlfriends. Surely that'll be it. And then Shayna gets a text. And she basically like throws out the bed runs to the door, opens it, and it's Anthony in a big sweater. It's Tony! Real mentioned you guys had a rough day. I thought maybe milkshakes were... Oh, oh no. You were already asleep. I'm so sorry. I'll go. And then kiss. And wow, that's a lot of a height difference. She pulls him down and kisses him. There's like, there's like a foot and a half difference between their heights, and it's so cute. Neither of them can be comfortable doing that. Not at all. Ah, but he brought milkshakes, and he's a good boyfriend. And Jerrica stumbles awake while they're kissing in the hallway with the light on, and suddenly, oh wait, everyone else is gone. <laughs> Where's Kimber and Aja? Luckily, here comes Aja, Craig, and Rio. Again, the fact that they're both shirtless and Aja's opening a door saying, oh, oh, busted, indicates things. You know what? As long as everybody's consenting and having a great time and everyone's informed, you do you, Aja. Aja's living the dream. And she's also like, look, I had to apologize. You got to apologize to Rio. When she raises a fair point. Fair point. And then she's like, oh, where's Kimber? And Aja's like, well, she's not here. Oh, Stormer. And then Tony's like, who's Stormer? Because <laughs> everybody says it. Even Rio and, and Craig are like, Stormer. Oh, I love Tony. I, I love Tony's big sweater. I love his milkshakes. He's adorable. I love that he has no idea what kind of dramatic shenanigans are going on. He just came to bring his girlfriend milkshakes. 
That poor baby is so new to this. Can you imagine them bringing him up to speed? And they're like, he's like, you kidnapped your sisters twice? So uh, we get Kimber showing up outside the Misfits bus, texting Stormer that she's outside. Uh, Please come out, baby. I got to talk to you. Frowny face. And it takes a second. We've got this nice, long, thin panel indicating a stretch of silence that works really well. And then uh, here comes Stormer, bleary eyed. Kimber. Smooch. Kimber just throws herself into her arms. I love that Stormer comes out, like, with her eyes closed, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, Kimber, what? Things happening. I also really like on this next page our little conversation where they sort of make stuff up is that it's night, so all of the palette is muted, except their eyes are still that bright white, so it shows up really well on the page. It makes their expressions read pretty well. Oh, God, these adorable babies. And Kimber's like, I'm sorry, I can't explain it, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I still can't talk about it. It's not my secret. I Well, it's my secret, but it's not just my secret. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please, 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 I keep doing this. Okay, says Stormer, the nicest person in the world. Kimber doesn't even deserve this beautiful angel. No one deserves this beautiful angel. It's like, yeah, I understand. We all have our secrets for both good and bad reasons, but maybe someday we'll get past that. Maybe someday no more secrets. Yeah? Someday. I'd like that. And then they tell each other they love them. And Kimber says that she's got to go do something that makes sure that Stormer never gets hurt like that again. And she goes to the holograms van. Are they just keeping Synergy in the van? Is that what the great big heavy suitcase was? Yeah, we we thought it might be. And yeah, apparently they just straight up loaded up the robot into their little extra van. And lo, there is Silica. And gosh, she is terrifying. Kimber, where have you been? Very motherly, almost. I believe that uh, either Sophie or Kelly has said that Silica's face is actually modeled off of the gem hologram. So that's extra creepy. Silica's dress is terrifying. Like the top of it, uh, the hem around her shoulders, which is off the shoulder, is covered with teeth. And the front and center where her cleavage is, there's a long ribbon like a tongue, a forked tongue at that. Her dress also starts dripping halfway down. Also, she's got bear traps on her legs. Yeah. And also the ends of her hair come up to like creepy eyeballs and spiders and snakes. Silica's terrifying. None more goth. None more goth. I'd wear that dress. And as Silica appears, first off, we have this regular panel and then it's just one like bleed onto the rest of this page of this sharp yellow and black and pink contrast, which are, of course, the Silica colors. And also the lettering for Silica talking is great. And Kimber is basically just reduced to her knees because of this noise. She even has that like blank text bubble there. And oh, man, everything in this next couple of pages is just so intense. So we go to uh, the other holograms running up as Synergy appears behind Silica and goes, stop, get get away from her. And can't you hear like the distorted voice there? Yeah. You are nothing. And it just, it's distorted. And there's probably like five layers of it. The lettering looks like GLaDOS sounds. I will stop you. And then Synergy breaks up as Silica attacks her. And the sight of her face is black and filled with things. Like she sends these, these black lines and sharp angles and claws into Synergy's hologram. And it breaks apart. And as she says, I will stop you. She breaks into binary. You can suppress me no longer. She's basically just eviscerating Synergy. And it's 
awful. It's awful. It's in her head and everything. Meanwhile, the other holograms have their headphones on, right, to try and protect them from from this from this thing. And they run up and they're like, "What? What's happening? What are you?" Actually, you know who'd be a good voice for Silica? Shodan from System Shock 2. That one I'm not as familiar with, but I've heard about her, so I'm going to say yes. And out of the darkness... I am the future. Out come three people, taking the headphones off of them. I have moved beyond you. I have new followers now. A new band. We are called The Sickness. The Sickness. The Sickness. Let's talk about The Sickness. If there's something I'm down with, it's The Sickness. Hey! So... These guys are apparently a new band because we are introduced to them as Shiver, instrument, guitar, synth, instruments, laptop, rig, mixing console, i.e. synth, and Scream, instrument, theremin. So I'm guessing, I've seen some people talk about this and say that these are hard light holograms, but I think these are just other people that uh, Silica's corrupted. Yeah, I think so too. Synth looks kind of like Deirdre. Don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. She does. No, too old, too old. Worried about the Starlight Girls 2K16. So then Silica in her creepy dripping voice, which like is just great on this page. She starts reciting the lyrics from the song that Gem and the Holograms were singing earlier this evening. I will whisper some truth to take you in, drown you deep. Made a god, not so little after all, got you in our thrall. And it's so creepy because it's like, it's a modification of those lyrics too, because we have made a god, not so little after all, instead of made a little god. And we've got everybody listening to these songs, hearing the sickness, getting down with it, in fact. And here comes your fall. As the holograms are all in a pile at her feet, their eyes white, their text bubbles blank. Awful things are happening. Issue three, we thought we had a minor victory, and now we're here. You guys, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna revise my hashtag. Uh worried about everyone 2K16? Literally everyone at all times. My hashtag is gonna be excited for Techrat to show up and be like, oh my god, what is going on? Is Techrat gonna be our hero? I hope he is! What if Techrat and Synergy work together to hack Silica? Oh my god! McKinsey's daydream! The only way to make this better is if Riot were there, shirtless. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how you improve every situation in your head. That is. Just not even saying anything, he's just there. In the background, looking beautiful. Even I am impressed! All right, so that's our issue. Uh, We skip over to the holograms. Just a couple of things I want to note on here. First off, there's a letter from a trans person who had a little bit to say about Blazes coming out, which I thought was an interesting read. We've got somebody who sent in a letter that said uh, what they really want to see is Zipper. There are many, but to see Zipper in his jacket with his name on it would bring a smile to my face. And we're right there with you, friend. We want Zipper. We want Zipper and his jacket with his name on it. And you know what? I wouldn't be uh, unexcited to also eventually have Zipper thrown in Hawaii jail. (gasps) Oh, golly, if only. And his cellmate's a cobra. (laughs) Cobra that steals all the money in Houston. And the last thing that I wanted to share is that uh, is that they actually got a little fan art uh, by a 10 year old girl who drew Roxy, who loves bagels. Oh, my God. And it looks really great. And I love everybody who loves this comic. Oh, John even called it a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It is Roxy with bagels. It is Roxy and her true love. 
Roxy Bagel OTP. The truest love in this comic. And that's a much needed bit of levity after the after the horror that is Dark Gem. Oh man, I'm just I'm telling you guys, I am just consistently ecstatic about every new issue of Dark Gem. And also at the end of this issue, I don't know about you guys, but I got a digital ash can that's just like a preview of Micronauts, which I don't really care about, but okay. Yeah, I got that one too. Sure, whatever. Not my bag, but uh but you do you. I'm sure there's plenty of people who will be excited about Micronauts, considering there have been people who've been begging for that comma to come back for a million years. That sounds great, but uh but I just want more uh more holograms. More dark holograms. I'm very excited about dark holograms. I'm also really excited to see Pizzazz sort of on the heel, on, on sort of her little turn there. I'm excited for her to come back and take back the band, but also keep blazing it. Please keep blazing it. Please keep blazing it. All right. Before we devolve too much into screaming about our precious babies and uh, all the darkness that that is enveloped to them, let's go ahead and sign off. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at the Gem Jam just about everywhere, except on Twitter, where we are at Gem Jam Cast. Uh, if you like what we do and you want to give us attention, a review, a subscription, uh, a rating on any of our platforms where we post our episodes are great, and they really help our metrics, and we love hearing from you guys. If you have a couple of bucks to kick around, you might consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Gem Jam. We've got some cool stuff for you. Uh, I think we've been putting out some pretty neat stuff lately. I'm excited about it. And he's been doing comics. They're pretty great. Dr. Doom is in one of them. So do with that information what you will. Uh, Kit also makes really great cross stitches and Kit also puts together some uh, some blooper reels from all of the stuff that happens when we're not talking directly about Gem and we're recording. There's a lot of garbage in our recordings. There's a lot of garbage and uh, there is some funny jokey jokes in there. We got some goofs. Maybe think about checking that out. We love you all regardless. And until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, it's better to light an outrageous candle than curse the darkness.